Hello world, we're Big Gay Nerds, the LGBTQ RPG podcast, and we are back. And we're back with a system that we all love, but for some reason or other have not played in three fucking years. Pig Smoke, <laughs> the RPG of Sorceress Academia. Yay! Um, uh, before I before we get back into it, let's just introduce everyone. We got Ellie. Hello, I'm Ellie. My pronouns are she, they, and for this I am playing uh, Liam Webb of the Mindbender Department. Oh, and he is the networker. Yeah. Uh, we got Jonix. Hi, I'm Jonix. Pronouns they, them. Uh, I'm playing Divino Cristobal, the, uh, uh, the rock star of the life and death department. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her. You can find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter, as long as Twitter continues to exist. And I am playing Simone Solomon, the... A professor of calling, binding, and sealing away, who is also a complete fake, has absolutely no <laughs> magical powers whatsoever. <laughs> and um, normally, uh, well, we we also have uh, Pixie in this campaign, um, who plays uh, Corvina, who is a professor of foresight and also a slacker. Um, Pixie wasn't able to make it to this recording session, but um, because... Corvina does have some stuff on her plate and is a slacker. As I was just saying, she could be doing a lot of stuff or no stuff. Might see mm-hmm. might see her later in this block. Uh, uncertain right now. Uh, but either way. So, um, it has been, like I said, a long time since we have played this. Uh, feel free to pause this and go back to the playlist and listen to our earlier episodes to get caught up. Though, I recently did that and I apologize that I was not as good about filtering background noise as I am now. <laughs> um, it's growing. Uh, it, you know, you, you've developed into a, into a wonderful editor. Thank you. Um, this is a game by a uh, friend of the show, Chris Longhurst. This is how he became a friend of the show, as we <laughs> played this. And um, he is now a, a guy in our, our fan discord, so that's fun. Um, and it's a game about playing uh, professors at a college for magic. Um, and uh, our characters, the sort of thread connecting all of them is that they have been um selected by the dean of the college who i I should reiterate is a weird sort of amorphous black mass um that uh to uh look after and nurture the development of the chosen one chad blackwood (laughs) and i should stress that he was chosen by the dean to be the chosen one the dean is thinking that like okay, what's really going to put us on the map compared to our rivals? Some heroes, some protagonists. But uh, the Dean doesn't doesn't understand... The Dean doesn't really understand a lot of human stuff that well, so um, you're kind of forced to deal with that pet project um, with pretty much no assistance. Um, the big sort of central conflict of our last block is that the newest professor to join this project, Davino Cristobal, um wanted to get chad involved with um his personal experiments which have involved um basically uh inducing a death-like state and then immediately reviving undergrads (laughs) um he he was convinced uh through some um (laughs) a combination of a, a very embarrassing pvp and just getting shouted down um, to not do that, but in the process, the group has been opened up to the idea that, like, maybe, like, we have to, you have to get a little Cambellian up in this guy, give him some quests and a hero's journey and stuff, or he's not gonna actually, like, turn into a proper chosen one. Um, and of course, meanwhile, you've all been dealing with your own things, like, obviously, like, Divino has, like, said, the weird sort of amoral experiments that have been going on. No one besides this group has found out about that yet. Um, but uh, at least one of his students is acting a little weird afterwards. Um, uh, Liam is dealing with the fact that the mind bending department is being investigated by the ethics board for some uh, subliminal messaging via the school radio. And um, Simone is investigating a uh, cult within her department that is trying to summon back the, um, 
the, the, the previously assumed dead um, uh, former head of the casting, binding, and sealing away department. So, um, it has been an, a vi- like, in, in our world, it's been a lot of time since we last recorded, but since when I went back and checked, um, you, you guys had so many balls in the air, um, it, it really didn't feel like the sort of thing where we would need to do one of our, like, patented time skips, so I'm gonna say that it's just, like, the next week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which would also be, I think, spring semester is what, uh, I'm something like that. If it, if it wasn't, then it is now. Um, I kind of think that this, like, so Monster Hearts was like a CW show and Masks is a comic book. I think this is like a Channel 4 comedy. It's the sort of vibe. Oh, I yeah. Get from <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, we we're we're picking the show back up. Um I think uh yeah, I don't have like a particular like opening framing device in mind uh beyond uh what would ever uh uh what would everyone be up to in the situation? Like as we find them on this uh new day, it's the school week. Um you've got classes to teach and some of you might even have papers to write. And, uh, but more importantly, you've got all your weird little, like, personal business to take care of. So, um, where do, where do we find you as the, as the camera catches you? Hmm. I think, oh, I think that, um... Simone is certainly in like the in the Cabso wing of the library because mm. she's trying to figure out like more ways to make herself look more legit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so the library is a very old building like um the thing the thing about pig smoke is that it's sort of got like a weird 50/50 mix of like of, like old just like university buildings, some like straight up wizard towers, but then also some very like contemporary academic buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is definitely one of the old ones. And uh, like we established in the previous arc, um, it is also haunted. The librarian is a ghost. So you do want to follow the <laughs> Hold rules. On. Hold on, sorry, Owen. I hate to interrupt you, but I'm suddenly like cracking myself up at the thought that there is absolutely a building on campus designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. But, oh yeah, 100%. but they like had to wipe his memory afterwards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like a hidden magic school. Like the dean is very, very proud of of the Frank Lloyd Wright building. Yeah, but like they one hundred percent had to nuke his memory afterwards. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> yeah, I hasn't think been the same since. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you're in the CAPSA section. The thing about the CAPSA section is that a lot of the books, like, on the shelves have to be, like, chained closed and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, like, it's not like you have to, like, go and get someone to unlock it, but, like, there are keys attached to them, like, by chains, like, you're at, like, pens at the bank. Um, Uh, and, um, there's a specific image that immediately came to my mind for, like, if there's something that happens where they have to, like, lock, where, like, there's some kind of breach and they have to lock things down, um, the, so at a local Walgreens I encountered this for the first time is, it's, like, I don't know if you've ever seen this, have you ever seen in, like, convenience stores or whatever where, like, one aisle is the liquor aisle, but it was, but so they put these like these like sliding metal doors just like on either end of just a regular aisle in the middle of the store. No, I live in Alabama. We're not even allowed to have that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> they have to be squirreled away in their own store, like not anywhere near a gro- like a grocery store. You guys have like liquor in your grocery stores, and it's like cordoned off. Yeah, at like yeah, what? at like I'm spe- I'm specifically thinking about uh. Like, at Kroger, they do have it in, like, a separate room, but at Walgreens, um, hold on, let me see if I can get You can get liquor at a Walgreens? Yeah, I can get it at Walmart out here in California. What? You can get it at Walmart out here, too. I gotta move. I gotta move. I'm tired of living (laughs) in the Stone Age. (laughs) 
Yeah, the further is... north you go, the more liquor you can get until you get to well, New Hampshire. Well, that's because everybody's is... so cold all the time. Yeah, once you get to New Hampshire, it's maximum liquor. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> they just they they just have a giant liquor store like on the border. It's wild. Because I you, can't find any like, pictures of this. Because it's cheaper. Because so... there's less taxes. <laughs> so it might not be it might not be like standard practice because I'm not seeing. Hold on, maybe if I add in gate. Um, no, maybe this is just the one Walgreens I go to, but at the liquor aisle, um, you know how it's sort of like, you, you know, those like gates that go down over like, uh, stores at the mall when they close the yeah. shop fronts. It's like a miniature version of that. So oh that God. like when the, so that when the store closes, they can just pull that down, but over just the one aisle. Cause it's like a standing frame mm-hmm. at the end of each end of the aisle. Anyway, it's got something like that for keeping demons in I instead like... of keeping people away. <laughs> so from a friend of mine in Voodoo college, Ranger. my best friend in college, I get my best friend in general. I mean, she's still my friend. Um, she uh, did martial arts and she carried on, it was illegal by the way, but who cares? The <laughs> limitation is extremely expired. Um, but she carried on her keychain, one of those uh, like those wooden sticks that would turn your keychain into a flail, basically. Uh, oh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, she I carried not. one that of those. Cool. Uh, that's what Simone has anytime she goes into the caps section <laughs> of the library. She just smacks at the books like, get down, I'm not putting up with you today. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough on my plate. I'm not getting bit by no book. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> So let's see. Um, I'm good to just like have that be like a thing establishing where you are. Mm-hmm. But also, if you did want to actually be doing research here, there is um, the uh, the delve deeper. Um, oh, that's right. I totally am going to do that do. because okay. uh, I like rolling, and I like if I fail, I get experience points. So that's yeah. cool. And so also just to disclose, so this is one of the time-consuming roles, so you can only do this once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll also probably imply that you have been doing this for a while since we're just cutting to you here. Um, And I'm just going to read it out because we have not touched any move from this in, again, three years. So when you spend time poring over something or plumbing its secrets, roll plus research. On a 10 plus, ask three questions on the list below. On a 7 to 9, ask one. And the questions are, what's the history here? Who do I know who might have a vested interest in this? What sort of people that I don't know might have a vested interest in this? What here is not as it appears to be, and what can I use this for? But also, instead of asking a question, you can choose to declare that you have discovered something relevant to your research, start a new research topic on that subject, and that's sort of like a clock thing that you can build up to publish a paper. Cool. And then Uh, if the thing uh, you studied is relevant to one of your research topics, you can fill in boxes on the research track instead of taking questions on a one-for-one basis. Oh, okay, Um, so just as proof how long it's been since we've done any kind of Powered by the Apocalypse, is it 2d6 or 3d6? It is, it's 2d6. Okay, there you go. 2d6 is is GURPS. That's, there you go. Apocalypse World, right? Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a five, that makes sense. Okay. Of course. Of course. Um, okay, okay, we got a failed result right off the bat, I need to... Well, that's an experience point, at least. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I gotta flip over to the, like, the list of moves. Actually, um, so first off, I I should ask, uh, so just what were you trying to, just, like, general information, or, like, even if you were broadly searching stuff, if I were to ask you, the player, what kind of information you wanted from those questions and things... Mm -hmm. Would you be, like, are you just looking for general demonology information, or are you doing anything that's, say, relevant to one of the little subplots you've got juggling? Um, It's, like, general demonology information, but really more so it's, like, this idea of trying to find something that will make her look more legit, like a means to do stuff that looks like magic, Uh, but isn't magic. (laughs) I getcha. Okay. Um, again, just because we are back into the system and, you know, uh, 
making things a little more transparent than usual. I'm just going to like say what move I'm using right now. Oh, sure. Because something that immediately jumped out at me um, is have somebody else do it first or better or both. Um, <laughs> so basically what happens is that while you are researching, um, at some point like in this whole time-consuming process, you wound up on the path of this... Uh, this cool-looking thing, this, like, thing that at first you thought was, like, oh, this is only just, like, a theory. If I do something with this, like, that'll be a fucking accomplishment. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, um, uh, I'm just flipping some ideas around in my head, like, like summoning, like, like, ex like extra-dimensional mentors through, like, um, like essential salts or something like that, like a process that technically did not involve any actual use of like direct arcane application. Mm -hmm. um, and you're like, oh, if I do this, not only will it make it look like I know more about this shit, but like it'll be something that'll be like genuinely impressive without having to fake it, you know? Right. Um, and um, you're like, you're like looking into this more and more, but um, just as you thought you had uh, found what you really need, um, you find like tucked into one of the books a paper. Um, well, actually, no, it wouldn't be tucked. In. You find like a magazine, like a literary magazine on the subject of like demonology and stuff, and you find a paper uh, from someone who did it first and better. And uh, the person in question was um, Javier Espinoza, the previous head of God CABSA. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and this is actually, so like one, frustrating because your lunch has been uh, retroactively eaten. And uh, also, I'm not sure exactly what impact this had on you. You've heard a lot of people talking about like what a cool guy this guy was. And you are finally like seeing instead of just like his lackeys being a problem um his you do see like oh damn this guy was some kind of genius right um so uh yeah he d and he like he like he was doing it as a flex also it's yeah. the thing someone just kind of grumbles and is like well fine i'll use it for a lesson and then at least the kids <laughs> will learn something and it'll look like i know what i'm doing <laughs> hey. good thinking yeah <laughs> okay. taking the book with her and just kicking a rock on the way out like this sucks <laughs> uh, um, let's see who wants to go next is there anyone who wants to like bump into her is there anyone who's got like an idea of something you'd be up to somewhere else um I, I could go next if, if you're cool with that Ellie I am go ahead but I, um... uh I will say I always plan on going to the library, so maybe I can run into Simone later. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, okay. I mean if that if that makes more sense. Yeah, I was like, um, uh, oh, go ahead. I was yeah, going to say if she's leaving and you're going there, that does sound like a good time for like you to bump into each other. Honestly. Sure. So to lay it out, I think I was going to do a delve deeper, but what I want to do is uh, actually start a research track since I've never. Since I didn't interact with that mechanic at all last time, I think. And also that uh, sounds like a good sort of keep your head down and do your job sort of thing. Okay. <laughs> so you're heading to the library and you see Simone uh, looking uh, really pissed off. Oh. Um, <laughs> as walking away from the library, which is <laughs> yeah. maybe, I don't... <laughs> it's like, um, Liam... Well, yeah, yeah. Leo will wave and go like, "Hey, Simone, what got you all pissed off in the library of all things?" <laughs> well, one, all the books in my department try to bite me constantly. I don't know if you've ever been in the capsule wing, but it's wretched. Oh uh, and no! <laughs> don't unless you're carrying mace. Uh, yeah, or our, doing uh, magic, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the books, the traps we put on our books are more sort of like memento hazards. <laughs> <laughs> what did they like read your mind or something oh or put stuff in it uh oh 
that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't go in there. No. <laughs> no. Don't worry about it. I don't need anything else in my brain. Trust oh, me. Also, I like sorry. keep it an empty vessel. Uh, also, sorry about the lack of Liam voice. I'm a... I'm a... <laughs> it's been, it's, I wasn't able to practice before game time. <laughs> you sound different. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> well. Well. Um... But no, and then she kind of like holds up the. She's. I think she checked the book out. That's about like the the. Uh, what Espinosa did, uh, and just like you know, I thought I had a cool idea for a research project, and it turns out my former department head is just a genius. So, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, well, uh I'm here to. I'm here to work on a research project too, so uh, best of luck on finding a topic. Good no. luck. Hopefully, nobody you work with is as smart as the people I work with. Well, she just waves Liam off and is just like, I'm off to go drink and try and practice this shit. Okay. I could not think of a diplomatic answer to that. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's hit these books. Okay. Yeah. So, yep, you just yeah, the 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 capsule wing. No, not that, sorry. The mind bending wing, like you said, there's a lot of there's some fucking basilisks in there. Um <laughs> some real doozies i i I like to think that on one shelf there's at least one just like just like a skull with engravings on it um but uh yeah let's go ahead and like get it delve deeper um let me see i get plus research let me see i've got a research of minus one oh no liam (laughs) oh no (laughs) i forgot my boy was dumb all right (laughs) i should have expected it's one of my characters damn it (laughs) okay 2d6 minus one i still got a 10 oh my god six and a five oh yeah big brain time okay so um so that just means you can like choose like set up a research topic and immediately like unless you want questions answered you can immediately like tick two progress things on it and let me just check how that um works real quick because it's not in the basic moves thing Select a research topic and write it down with a track of six boxes next to it. Characters can have as many research topics on the go as they like, but must uncover new topics through the use of moves. The usual way to fill research tracks is with Delve Deeper. The most common is recruiting a co-author or six. Player character co-authors can add the research topic to their sheet and roll Delve Deeper to work on it just like the topic originator. NPC co-authors contribute one box as a small favor or three boxes as a big one. So you can schmooze with someone to boost it. Oh, awesome. Um, Okay, great. I get other people to do my work for me. Yeah. Um... (laughs) When a research track is full, any player character who contributed to it can make the publish move. Further contributions on the topic achieve nothing. Um, As a note, researching is a relatively slow way to gain experience compared to teaching, but teaching is way more stressful. Failing a delve deeper or a publish move will never cause you burnout, but teach can add to a rapid breakdown if you don't have a good way to deal with aggravating (laughs) students. Um, And so just to... And just to go over it real quick for publish, uh, we have done this once before because um, I think Corvina came into the game with something already kind of set up and then someone helped her out with it. Oh, awesome. But um, when a research track is full, you can choose to publish your work. If you do, come up with a suitably academic title for the paper you've written and roll plus research. On a plus 10, everyone is happy. The research is good and all co-authors can mark experience. On a 7 to 9, all co-authors still mark experience, but the MC will choose one. Um, someone doesn't like your results and now it's personal, you've made an enemy, your head of department is jealous and cuts your funding, take ongoing disadvantage of all research <laughs> roles until you somehow suit their ego. The dean reminds you this is a teaching university, you must teach at least one class before you can delve deeper or publish again. Or it's a low quality journal and your reputation <laughs> suffers, take disadvantage to your next schmooze role. <laughs> so that's a ways in the future, but I, I, I'm enjoying going over these moves. So. Yeah, it's a nice uh, refresher about what sort of things we're actually supposed to be doing yeah so i will definitely uh, be doing a teach role next time once i have the voice yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um 
so what what is the topic of this uh paper that you've got in mind what uh angle of mind bending uh do you want to explore so i figure i sort of want to do research on um like mind-bending through audio effects and insulation uh they're Ooh. from okay yeah it definitely lines up with what you've been dealing with lately so uh yeah that makes sense and it also that's i mean like you should be able to stay interested that's... that way yeah definitely i think like the immediate thing like if there's any existing books on the subject i immediately picture just like a book that just has like an old wooding wood cutting of like odysseus tied to the mast you know oh that's awesome um so uh yeah no that that's good just like write that down and you are a third of the way there already hey i'm um, betting on okay. the audible spectrum and insulation there from tight okay <laughs> hell yeah okay <laughs> cool. nice we're we're getting academic in here um so yeah again that is uh time consuming but like you can be in the library for a while or maybe you're just finishing it up whatever works best with the timing of other stuff okay um and with that those two established um what has divino been up to <laughs> oh well um <laughs> oh, no mm, that's so, so good <laughs> divino Davino's last interaction with the the other members of the faculty on specifically on the dean's uh sort of uh you know inside track here um mm. left him with a, a bit of a a conundrum because he's supposed to be the rock star cool uh you know new new professor with all the hot ideas but he was summarily rejected by his peers <laughs> Um, and so if he so he figures if he can't uh get or well he figured i should say uh in past tense um if he couldn't get chad to uh experience the the raptures of the underworld uh perhaps it's time that he went himself oh no oh no (laughs) no this fucking guy and so, uh, in in a uh, in an attempt to essentially um, to fast track a research paper, uh, Davino died. <laughs> and, <laughs> Damn it! And uh, then revived himself uh, oh, as okay. a lich. <laughs> oh no! You see, the problem, the problem with having a game from three years ago is that sometimes you lose your character sheet, <laughs> and so I had to rebuild Davino, mm-hmm. and I and I was tempted, and we and we talked it out uh, before the game, and so I have switched up uh, one of my moves to take the Lich move from the Life and Death uh, department. Okay. Okay. And uh, could you just uh, read me what that does real quick? <clears throat> You've traded your mortal life for a better version. An eternal existence as... Well, well, it says an eternal existence as a... Uh, um, what is it? A skeleton? Yeah. I, I wrote down a different thing. But anyways. Uh, you Let me start at the top here. You've traded in your mortal life for a better version. An eternal existence as an intelligent skeleton. Or perhaps a corpse inlaid with runes of silver. You are now invulnerable to most sources of harm, although you can still be hurt by magic and certain occult rituals and massive overkill from mundane sources. <laughs> and I do I do love how this is a game where just saying like yeah, you you can't be hurt nearly as easily as anyone else is such a like casual thing to do cuz it's not like there's permadeath in the system anyway and right. it's not like you're out there doing dungeon crawls and shit. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's been a development. So, with that, uh, with that in mind, like, where where do we see him when we learn this? Like, I imagine there's some kind of situation where we see him like doing something behind, and then we like pan to the front and see his face. Yeah, um, um, I think that I think that he is probably uh, it's probably one of his classes, right? Okay. And so. Uh, this is like a weekly class, like it's not not multiple times per week, and gotcha. so the last time they saw him, he was alive, 
And uh, so, like, you know, it, there's that sort of hush that comes over the class when it's, like, when it's about time to begin, but the teacher's not there yet, and people are like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, 15 <laughs> minutes, and then we can leave. That's the law. And so he sort of stalks in, and he is blue in the face. <laughs> Quite literally. Oh, no. He is, in fact, blue in the everywhere. Um, as his his body no longer pumps blood. He blew himself. Um, <laughs> he is, uh, his, his eyes are sunken in even more so than before. And uh, he there's every time he moves, there's a little creak. Uh, that goes along with it, as if, as if uh, he's sort of actively fighting against rigor mortis. God. <laughs> and uh, here's another thing. It's been three years. I don't remember what Divino Cristobal sounds like. So now he's a lich. <laughs> he sounds like this. <laughs> yeah. Hello, class! Oh, yes! oh my god! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that's bad. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Uh, there is immediate like audible shock (laughs) from everyone Um, (laughs) now as you remember from last week's lesson we were were discussing the efficacy of embalming fluids And he like moves his arm <laughs> and, and picks there. up something from his his monolithic. Um, uh, he had like a monolithic marble uh, podium, as I recall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like I, I think Onyx specifically, and oh, also, yeah, Onyx, yeah. Um, and also, there's a portal in it that goes to your office. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> um, bef- like even before you have like started writing on like the chalkboard or the whiteboard or whatever, like someone in- has raised a hand. <laughs> Uh yes. Uh yeah, uh so is 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 this related to the lesson? Is what related to the lesson? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in uh, the thing is okay, so like my conception of what this game uh, we we talked about, you know, that like that this is this is a, this is a BBC4 show, but well not you know, it's a Channel Four show, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like my conception of what this show is has been maybe irreversibly impacted by what we do in the shadows. <laughs> so it's, I feel like immediately after that we like cut. We like <laughs> my immediate thought is that it would like smash cut to like the the interview stage where he then explains what happened to him. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. Um, Oh, that would be but, great if there was a film crew following him, but <laughs> we don't have to do that. But it would we, be very we, funny. We don't have to, but I'll ke- <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. I think we've established that this is a this is a <laughs> it's a little more cinematic than that. They can't get uh-huh. away with the mm-hmm. shaky cam thing. Um, but yeah, we we don't I, I, presumably like you give like the explanation to them that you just gave to us. Yes. Um, uh, without the like embarrassing part where it came down to being accepted by your peers, um, mm-hmm. so unless, so um, you can go ahead and do a teaching role if you want. Um, this could also just be like a scene setting thing because again, teaching a class is a like a once per week thing. I get it if you would like you know prefer to uh, retain that. Um, but you know, if if you want to do a role, this is a obviously a good place to do it oh you know what i think i i think i will and i think i actually want to shoot for a seven to nine here okay because i feel as though uh there's a student that might have uh some some common ground with divino now okay (laughs) that that might be fun to explore okay so i'm i'm i am going to roll uh teaching which is uh what is that Oh, plus charisma, which is minus one now. <laughs> I don't know what it was before, but it's definitely minus one now. It was. It, it wasn't high before. Um, <laughs> Let's see. So two d six minus one. That's an eight. Hey, Perfect. just what I wanted. 
Okay. Um, okay, so for teach, um, when you teach a lecture or seminar, role plus charisma, um, on a 7 to 9, still mark experience, but one of your students will visit your office with a complication or a difficult question. If you don't sort them out, the resulting stress or complaints will cause you to mark a burnout box. Um, and you can't roll teach more than once per week. Uh, right. Because I do like how this is different systems handle like experience in different ways um i like the whole mask standard thing of like you get it when you fail because that's always fun um but like uh the uh the 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 pig smoke method of like to get experience you have to do your job is always good (laughs) Mm -hmm. um wait i just realized sarah did you mark experience when you failed that role Yes. Am I not supposed I to? I just it just hit me that no, that's just a masks thing. Is that just Sorry. a mask thing? I thought that was also a Monster Hearts thing. Um Monster Hearts was you know what, maybe Monster Hearts too, but Monster Hearts remember had the thing you got experience from doing like the highlighted stats. Oh right. Okay. Dang it. Alright, cool. Yeah, Boy, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Sorry. It it's I've Differences been doing masks between, for so long. I know. Different and it's, it's also just like the minor differences between like every powered by the apocalypse game right, can like throw yeah. you off. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. But yeah. Um okay, yes. Yeah, so so mark experience and so right. um Yeah, so you, you kind of set up the thing, and this is probably what I would have done even if you hadn't uh said it that way, is that um after class you get approached by um your star pupil Georgetta Stout, who I the last time I described her in the in the podcast, I said that she looks kind of like Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles April O'Neil. Yeah. Um excellent. Um and she is uh lately she uh a, 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 lately she has been looking um kind of the worse for wear, but um next to you, she looks fantastic. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and, uh, so, yeah, uh, so, uh, after class, uh, she, like, asks if she can, uh, talk to you about anything, and presumably you step through, like, the shadow portal in (laughs) your thing, um, and let's see, a complaint or a difficult question, what is the... So last time the difficult question was just that like um well it wasn't so much a difficult uh, it was it was like a concern that like something bad had happened to her after the experiment. Um Okay, um um but like sorry this is just me trying to like get the the ball rolling uh inter- for me. Um I'm trying to think about what she's got he um so, last time she came to you with a question, I think that this time she has come to you with a complaint. Um, because, uh, so how does this, like, go? She's like, so I guess, um, so, so you explained that to the class that you basically, like, uh, like uh, he he explained that he was a revived person, right? Now, um, uh, he did not and, use the term like undead or anything like right, that. He right, was very, right, very diplomatic about it. <laughs> but I guess the the question is, how did you like reveal to them that you like did it for research purposes? That it wasn't just a matter of like, oh, he like choked on a chicken wing, but now he's back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, I think he probably, he probably did allude to the fact that it was for research. Gotcha. Um, sort of, just, but he did not say, like, specifically it was to fast track a paper to gain favor with the dean or anything like that. It was right, like, right. he's just in pursuit of knowledge, yada, yada, gotcha. yada. Gotcha. Um, and, um, so as soon as, like, you two are in the office she looks at you with like it's it's not like a standard sort of like it's it's not like a confrontational 
look, or at least not confrontational compared to like the one Corvina delivered uh, last time. But um, she looks at you with this like this like frustrated and like a little bit like scared <laughs> expression, and just like straight up says, "Is this going to happen to me?" Because I I didn't. I know I told you that I had been missing sleep and you know you were just saying how it was just because I've been pushing myself and it's stressful but another teacher noticed me falling asleep in the cafeteria and since then no matter what I do I can't seem to like get any rest and I've been talking to people on campus who have been seeing me out and about when I was trying to sleep and I want to know what's happening to me and if it's going to end up here. And she like gestures at you. She, this is a big turnaround because she was been consistently kind of like in, she's, she's, she is kind of a teacher's pet and she is like a nerd who is like really eager to like learn stuff. Her big thing is that she like, she wants to get into like necrosurgery. Um, but um the uh now she is just straight up like she she's still kind of your la- I'm not I'm not taking away the results of the last time you smoothed her but um she is um she's very like upfront like complaining and questioning uh your methods sure um uh Divino steeples his fingers and uh, you can you can hear the bones kind of clack together as they, <laughs> as, you know, as they form like a triangle. Um, and he he kind of like thinks on on her her question for a moment, and he uh, he says, "Well, it's complicated. You you see the efficiency of being." revived out, can outweigh the pleasures of oh what's the best term livelihood <laughs> no. and it's and I I would be a terrible mentor if I were to say for sure <laughs> that you're going to mortify without doing due diligence and research and and you know re- really digging into the topic <laughs> but there's a chance that ever so slim that you might be eternally one of the revived persons club <laughs> now um she, she, uh <laughs> she um but i will look into it <laughs> it does um, occur to me that perhaps i was a little um flippant with you earlier and Maybe gave you some uh, some uh, uh, advice that was uh, that came from me getting high on my own supply, so to say. <laughs> this is in no way reassuring to her. Yeah, no. <laughs> she, like she came in with the, this this like feeling of like, okay, I'm a little bit shaken up because this person who I had a lot of faith in is maybe like a little more fallible than I expected. And everything you have said has like confirmed her worst fears to the point where like, unless you're going to try and like pull some kind of move, she's just going to leave. I, I will pull a move. I will try, okay. I will try to schmooze her. Um, okay. Specifically because uh, because I realized that this is the department of life and death, mm-hmm. and as such, life is should be part of it too. Um, okay. So yeah, um, I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, roll a schmooze if you're cool with that. Yeah, and are you using your move that lets you use sorcery 
for a schmooze. Right. So Feel My Power says you can roll schmooze plus sorcery instead of plus charisma if, instead of telling them what they want to hear, you play up your powerful dark magic. So, I... Okay. Um, I think what what happens is uh, Davino... He he sees that she's disappointed. Um, and he sort of glances around. Uh, and he goes, Georgetta, can you keep a secret? I, I, I already have. In that case, let me show you something I've been developing. And he, he sort of, uh, he pulls out like a scroll, uh, a vellum scroll, and it it has like runes written in some sort of like brackish dark red mm-hmm. you know ink or blood or something um and uh he he sort of uh he he starts uh sort of murmuring to himself just <laughs> just like he's just put you know put it it's just syllables right um right. no no words and so uh, the scroll sort of starts to glow, and um, I think now I'll make the roll just so that you know, just in case something bad happens. Yeah. Um. So slash roll. Oh, and I'm rolling with sorcery, so this is plus two. Oh, that's a five. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Um so what what had been your intent? His intent was that he was going to um sort of cast a uh cast a spell on himself that would uh that would like revive him and gotcha. and like it would show it would, it would he would kind of become alive again but it would be a very temporary effect. Gotcha, yeah. And that is something, if you want to, like, do an actual spell casting for Roll Forward, that is something that you could do with the whole life and death purview, uh, to be clear. Um, but, um, yeah, because it does not work, um, I think that... Oh, boy, let me... Maybe, like, the effect is wrong <clears throat> or something, like, it's... It... <laughs> it makes like, you look more dead. Yeah, um let's let, let um I think okay, so um I think this is not a permanent thing that I'm doing here. Um like so the consequence I am going to say is that um uh G- Georgetta at this point like runs out when she sees what happens which is um like you start reading off of it and like some color starts coming back into your skin um and uh it, it, it like you it, like she can see what you're going for and then like and like how how to put this um it's like color starts coming back into the skin you start looking like a little more like lively and but then like as your flesh was starting to just sort of like expand from that and immediately like contracts and you're just straight up a mummy (laughs) 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 um and she like (laughs) yeah and she she doesn't she doesn't like she doesn't scream, and I think like if she was maybe diff- maybe had a different major, she would. But instead, she's just like, I can't fucking believe this, and storms out. So your <laughs> like your star pupil um like <laughs> thinks that you are a fool. Now is what has happened. Um, it was you do a prototype. Event- ah, shit. <laughs> you do eventually bounce back, Looney Tune style, but um <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> He definitely has um, to like sit there in like complete stillness, like yeah. stewing in his yeah. fuck up for a little while. Yeah. He's SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get the water. He didn't want to get the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. God. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, great. 
<laughs> so yeah, that. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that, uh, we have sort of seen where everyone is right now. We have sort of blown off the dust off of the system a little bit. Um, and so I think uh, we're going to break there. And next episode, uh, we're going to start shaking the jar a little bit harder, as it were. Um, so uh, and uh, and see what happens uh, when these characters have got to deal with the various stuff that they already have in play and also each other. Um, so as always, you know, thanks for uh Thanks for playing. It has been really fun getting reacquainted with all these characters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, thanks everyone for watching. And uh, I mean, listening. I mean, yeah. <laughs> maybe you're watching just the, the little volume the bar. Form. <laughs> yeah, you got it on the Windows Media Player visualizer. Yeah, ooh, yeah. That's the, that's, the, uh, oh, shit. that's the premium way. That's the yeah. ideal way to uh, listen to Big A Nerds. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or if you've got a Winamp skin you real like. I'm, I'm good for that, too. Oh, sick. <clears throat> nice. Um, yeah, so uh, join us next time for more uh, wizard shenanigans. Uh, maybe someone can get Davina a juice box. Um, <laughs> and until then, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at biggaynerdscast on Twitter and just biggaynerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.